special enough. Oscar did not have its own strike team in spite of Trinder's tireless bureaucratic scheming toward that end. Oscar was a clearinghouse, not a barracks, as he had been told so many times. Reassurances from higher up that many of his operators this evening had military backgrounds, some within the SOCOM community, did not allay his concerns. They weren't going after a bunch of broken-down insurgents in some Arab slum. This was one of the GRU's top field operatives they were rolling on this evening. This lady had game, probably had been to Afghanistan, or worse, Ukraine or Chechnya. She wouldn't just be familiar with the playbook. She'd have authored some of the best chapters. Supervising Agent Donald Trinder had thus seen fit to remonstrate with the FBI's assistant special agent in charge, Malcolm Preston, the part-time commander of New York's part-time SWAT team, that he was mistaken if he thought this would be some sort of cake run just because the target was a woman and her intention tonight was not to openly subvert the United States of America, but rather to launch an art exhibition. The art, after all, was part of her cover. And anyway, if you were to ask the opinion of supervising agent Donald Trinder when he was off the clock and entitled to a private opinion, he would definitely tell you that his threats to the long-term survival of these United States went... Artists and communists, all Smedlovs being commies at heart, were not a thousand miles removed from each other, or Arabs or gay marrieds or that damned Rachel Maddow woman. As the police cruiser ahead of him swung off chambers for the quick run up West Street, Trinder could only wish that his request for a full HRT squad had been approved. Or even his request for a couple of backup NYPD SWAT teams in Bearcat armored vehicles. Or a helicopter. Just one lousy helicopter. It wasn't that he thought they couldn't execute the mission with the assets on hand. It was that he had been thwarted in his wishes, and when the mission was done, he would be forced to plan a terrible ass-fucking on everyone who had so thwarted him. He sighed and shook his head. There just weren't enough hours in the day to get to everyone he needed to ass-fuck. Special Agent Rudy Como needed to take a piss. Badly needed to take a piss. The empty big gulp bucket of Fanta on the bare wooden floor of the small room hadn't helped. But maybe it could now. If Special Agent D. Madigan didn't object to him pulling out the old persuader and relieving himself in front of her, or even behind in the corner, perhaps. Of Oscar's four stakeout teams on this job, Overwatch 3, Madigan and Como, had the prime location. They were comfortably seated on the top floor of a five-story walk-up on West 27th with a god's-eye view of the target address, a couple of surprisingly comfortable 1950s vintage office chairs from which to conduct their surveillance, and blessed be the great pumpkin, a thin trickle of sweet, sweet chilled air from a rumbling unit hanging precariously from one of the room's two sash windows. What they didn't have was a toilet. That was down on the next floor, and with Trinder rolling on them, Como didn't want to abandon his post just to take a leak. Well, he did, but he wasn't going to, because that puckered asshole seemed to have eyes everywhere. Hmm. Rudy Como frowned. That hadn't come out right. What's up? Madigan asked. Like him, she had decided to hazard the wrath of Trinder by removing her jacket to enjoy just a little bit more of the cool air leaking out of the old, groaning ventilator. Unlike him, she wasn't full of fizzy orange soda. Special Agent Madigan kept her eyes on the prize, 
training a small pair of Zeiss binoculars on the entrance to the renovated warehouse across the street. 143 guests, she had counted them, already had been ushered along the small red carpet by two dark-suited attendants. Four more, she announced without taking the binoculars from her eyes. You got that, Rudy? You sound like you're doing the river dance back there. I'm going to be pissing the river in a minute, he muttered. Oh, for fuck's sake, I told you not to drink so much. Just go in the goddamn cup, will you? You got another ten minutes before Trinder turns up. Go on. Doesn't bother me. I got five brothers, you know. Grew up in a goddamn sausage factory. Thanks, Dee, he said with relief. It was funny how you could hang on and on and on when you had to, but as soon as you were offered the prospect of deliverance, it was like the floodgates had to open right the fuck then. He grabbed the oversized soda cup and hurried into the farthest corner to relieve himself, groaning with